Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf yud. Today's shir is Le'ilunishmas um, Isser Bas Yisrael. Asher uh, Eliyahu Asher Ben Yisrael Tzvi Halevi and Mordechai Ben Shalit. And also, yeah, may the, that's a, so may the Neshamas have an aliyah and may the memory be a blessing. Um, so now we just we again remember we're going through the Mishnah and listing all the the, the Mishnah gave a whole list of Rosh Hashanahs and what they were for. We were up to Tishrei, Echod um, Betishrei, and one of the things we mentioned was Rosh Hashanah um, Linatia. That was what we mentioned here, and we brought this Natia we we said was planting young trees. I explain what is short, what that is shortly. And yesterday we brought the source for that. Their Rosh Hashanah is Tishrei. Now, what is the? Why do we know? Need to know when the first of the year for planting new trees is. So that is for the halacha of Orla. The the din of Orla. The din of Orla is that a tree within its first three years is uh, um, within its first three years. Is also to get benefit from. You're not allowed to eat it. You're not allowed to use the fruit for any purpose. And then in the fourth year, you're not allowed to. Um, and then in the fourth year, you treat it like Maser Shani. You take it up to Yerushalayim and eat it there. Um, one interesting thing why one of the reasons given behind Orla is that kind of we want to give the first fruit to Hashem, like similar to the Bikurim, our first produce, our first harvest, we want to give to, the, to Hashem, first produce of an orla tree, of a tree, we want to give to Hashem. However, the first three years, the fruit isn't such good quality. We don't want to give bad quality to Hashem, so therefore, we, um, um, we wait three years, but we don't get any benefit from it till the end of the third year and then in the fourth year we take it up to Jerusalem to eat another very interesting thing about Orla is we would we generally say that mitzvahs to do with the land only apply in Eretz Yisrael Orla applies in Chutz Aretz as well therefore if you know that there's fruit that is from a tree that's only two years old you wouldn't be allowed to eat it again we rely when you go to the shops we rely on uh, when it's a sofek, it's mutal, it's a whole discussion how we know that. But basically, if you know, let's say you planted a tree in your back garden, um, and you know that it's only two years old, you wouldn't be allowed to eat the fruit. Planted a vine, you wouldn't be allowed to eat the grapes. Within the first three years, orla plas in chutzlaret. Something to think about, does neta revive fourth year produce? Also applied chutzlaret. If I remember correctly, most say it does not. It, um, or some say it does not apply in chutzlaret. That actually only applies in Eretz Yisrael. Though do not take the fourth year produce up to Eretz Yisrael. But it's, as I said, it's an interesting halacha that orla applies in chutzlaret. Um, so you would have to be careful about fruit trees in your garden, etc., that you planted that they're at least three years old. Um, Mervyn, did you want to ask something? Right. Okay, so let's go from the fourth last line of Tesamud Bay's Nan B. Now, there's two dinim that are discussed, and they're connected, and they're discussed almost as one point, but they're two distinct halachas. One is 
So when it hits Rosh Hashanah, what we call Rosh Hashanah, when it hits the first of Tishrei, we know it's going to change in the second year, into the second year. How long do we need from the first year to count that as a full year? Is it one day? Remember, like we saw by a king, if a king starts ruling one day before the next, before the end of the year, so that would be the 29th of Arar, the next he starts ruling, the next day he goes into first of Nisan, we count that as his second year. Is it one day? Well, as we'll see, according to this opinion, it's actually 30 days. Another aspect of that, which we'll clarify, we'll clarify in a bit, but that is also, you only start counting from when the tree takes root. So how long does it take a tree to take root? So when you put the seed in the ground, or you take the sapling and put it in the ground, you only start counting the three years from when that tree is put in the from when it takes root, not from when you put it in the ground. So how long is that? So actually, we're going to say that's why we mentioned 30 days, if it's before 30 days or after 30 days, to take root. But again, the, the, the focus is, um, we're going to see if it's within 30 days, you can't count it as a year. If it's before 30 days, I 30 days before Tishrei, before Rosh Hashanah, and you've planted it, then you can count it as one year when Tishrei comes. And then the second um, aspect that we discussed is regarding Shemitah year. If the tree is planted too close to the Shemitah year, you're not allowed to get benefit from it. You'd have to uproot it because of because you're not allowed to get benefit from, sorry, you're not allowed to plant during the Shemitah year. So if you're going to plant this tree that it's only going to take root during the Shemitah year, or even as we'll see that it's going to take root during the Tosefes of the Shemitah year. Remember we learned yesterday that you have to extend Shemitah year. So if you plant this tree that it's only going to take root in the Tosefes or in the Shemitah year, it is going to um, be... Forbidden and you have to uproot it. So that's another ramification of the 30 days before. Okay, so let's see. And again, but remember the focus, the, the first half, the first point that we focus on is regarding Orla. When can you count it as being a full year for Orla? That Rosh Hashanah will be the second year and when can't you? So Toner Abonin, Echod Hanoita, whether you plant it or Echod Mavrich or whether you, this is layer. what Mavrich is, is you take the end of the vine and you put it in the ground and then it starts to grow kind of like a second vine or whether he grafts that's where you cut off a branch or a vine and you attach it to another tree so all of those acts count as on the account as planting a new a new tree so Erev Shvius if we're discussing a case where it's Erev Shvius it's the sixth year of the cycle if it's 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it counts as a Rosh Hashanah. And you can leave that tree growing in Shviyas. If it's less than 30 days, Rosh Hashanah, if it's less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it does not count as a year. And therefore, only the following Rosh Hashanah would be its second year. So, again, so let's say you planted it five days before Rosh Hashanah. That Rosh Hashanah doesn't affect it. It's only the following Rosh Hashanah, either the second Rosh Hashanah it's lived through, 
that count, that you start counting as the second year. But also the time of Mishviyas, you would not be allowed to keep it in Shviyas since it, it started growing in the Tosefeh Shviyas, in the time where you're supposed to add from Kodesh to Chol, you're supposed to extend and you planted it within 30 days, you would have to uproot it. You're not allowed to keep it. So again, so what's the main Allah we saw? If it's before 30 days, you count it as a full year. And then when Rosh Hashanah comes and Shemitah starts, that's already its second year. Now we say, according, I'm going to explain it according to Rashi. Maybe if we get a chance, I'll give one of the other explanations. But it's tricky enough according to Rashi. So let's, let's keep with Rashi. Um, so now, regarding a tree that was planted 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, According, um, the produce of this tree you planted, asurin ad tubishvat, is forbidden until tubishvat, imla orla orla, imla ravai ravai. If we're discussing the years of orla, it's asur until tubishvat for orla, and if we're discussing the fourth year, it's forbidden until the fifth year to Bishvat, as or it has the same dinim as Netaravai, i.e. What we mean is as follows. Since it was planted more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, the first Rosh Hashanah actually starts its second year. Okay? And then the second Rosh Hashanah starts its third year. And the fourth Rosh Hashanah, theoretically, the fourth Rosh Hashanah ends its fourth, its third year. However, we're saying that when's its Osur until Tubishvat. So you have to add on another few months. It's still considered Orla until Tubishvat. So granted this tree, its first, it was a month, and that counts as its first year. And that's the first Rosh Hashanah. To the second Rosh Hashanah, that starts its, its uh, third year. Sorry, the second... No. So, so the first Rosh Hashanah starts its second year. Yeah, the third Rosh Hashanah starts its third year. And the fourth Rosh Hashanah, you would expect to end its third year. How, and start the fourth year, start Netaravai. But we say, no, you extend it till Tubishvat. So that would be Tishrei, Cheshon, Kislev, Teve, Shvat. Five, five more years. Um, five more months, sorry, five more months. Um, and then from Tubishvat, it starts the dinim of Orla, of Netaravai, of fourth year produce. Remember that the produce that grows in the fourth year, you have to take up to Yerushalayim and eat it there, similar to Master Shani. Now, you might expect again, when you're counting this fourth year produce tool, up until its fourth Rosh Hashanah, its fifth Rosh Hashanah, because now that ends the fourth year and starts the fifth year. So we say no, and again, imla ravai ravai, you, the din of you extend it until the the into the fifth year. To bishvat in the fifth year, the Rishoning explains since for Orla you cut it short at the beginning because remember you only counted one month. As it's full as a full year, 
you extend it at the end to Tubishvat. So again, so that's the that's the primary din of this price. Again, we're discussing a tree that was planted more than thirty days before. Since it was such a short year. Let's say it was planted exactly 30 days before, 31 days before. Since it's a very short year, granted that counts as its first year for Ola, you then have to pass three Rosh Hashanahs, and then you start the third year. Sorry, the three Rosh Hashanahs, yeah, and you start the third year. By the fourth Rosh Hashanah, really, you've completed three years according to this calculation. But since it was cut short at the beginning, the first year was only a 30-day year, you extend it to Tubishvat. And then from Tubishvat to Tubishvat is Netarevai. They learn then, Rashi learns, however, if the tree was planted within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah, what would that lotha be? Well, that doesn't count as a year. As we said, it has to be a minimum of 30 days to count as a year. So its first Rosh Hashanah doesn't count. And only, and it's still its first year, up until its second Rosh Hashanah. Its second Rosh Hashanah triggers the second year. Third Rosh Hashanah is the third year, up until the fourth Rosh Hashanah. So up until the fourth Rosh Hashanah, it is Orla. And then from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah to the fourth Rosh Hashanah is Netarevai. But you don't have to wait. You don't have to extend it to Tubishvat. Like you do where you're having a short year. Because in that case, you're having the full year. Just yeah. So that's the, that's the interesting aloha. And it's a little bit tricky how you add in how... Tubishvat overlaps with uh, Orla Netaravai when Orla Netaravai you're counting from Rosh Hashanah and Tubishvat is five is a few months later. Um, yeah. There is another way that Samri Shonim learn with a subtle difference. I don't want to go into that now, but just an interesting question on this is how long as I said, what's this for here? When you have a thirty day thirty days before Rosh Hashanah, you count it as its first year. But since it's so short, at the end of its third year, you extend it to Tubishvat. That's how we explain the logic behind this Brisa and this opinion. How many, how long before Rosh Hashanah does it have to be planted to not require this extension? Is it only if it's planted shortly before Rosh Hashanah, so it is the, the first year of the three years is actually a full year? It actually turns out to then be a full year plus a few days. Or is it less than that? And many other Rishonim learn that it is um, from Tubishvat. If it grows from Tubishvat to Rosh Hashanah, if it was planted before Tubishvat to Rosh Hashanah, then, even though it's not a full year, it counts as a full year and you don't require the extension at the end. If it's planted between Tubishvat and Rosh Hashanah, so it doesn't pass a Tubishvat, it goes straight, its first count is Rosh Hashanah, since it's an incomplete year, you would extend it at the end until Tubishvat. Okay, so that's this opinion. Now the Gemara asks, Mina Mili? What's the source that we extended? Again, we said you, the Rosh Hashanah for. Orla and Netaravai is Aleph Tishrei. So what's the source that if it's planted 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, you need to extend it to Tubishvat. So Amr Bichiyabar Abba, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Bar Abba says, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Umatu Bomishmei, the Rabbi Yanai, and some say it actually 
they said actually they leaned to say it was actually said in the name of Rabbi Yirmiya. Now on my cross the pasuk says, um, I'm just going to the two. It's based on three psukim, and the psukim are written with the vov connecting them. I there's a part of this pasuk that's connected to the previous pasuk, and there's a part of the third pasuk that's connected to the previous to the second pasuk. What are the pasuk? And these are the psukim regarding Orla. It says v'chitavol. Um, when you come into the land, and you plant any fruit tree, and its fruit will be orla for you, forbidden to you, for three years, for three years, it will be, sorry, for three years it will be orla, and you're not allowed to eat the orla. Then the next passage says, and in the fourth year, it's the fourth year produce will be sanctified as praise, kept for praising Hashem with. And then the next passage and in the fifth year, you can eat its fruit, it turns into normal produce. Now he says, it connects, it speaks the third year, and then the next passage, speaking about the fourth year, says, and the fourth year, and then the next passage goes into, and the fifth year. So it's connecting the fourth year to the three years, it's connecting the fifth year to the fourth year. Sometimes you can be in the fourth year and it's Asur because of Orla. Sometimes you're in the fifth year of this fruit tree and it is still Asur because of Ravai. And that would be the case we said. If it's only planted 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, then you count again the it's. The fourth Rosh Hashanah is the end of Orla. However, you extend it into the fourth year till Tubishvat, the dinim of Orla. And then Neta Ravai starts on Tubishvat and will continue till Rosh Hashanah. And you extend it into the fifth year till Tubishvat. So that's why the, the Vov is adding that sometimes the third year happens in the fourth year and sometimes the fourth year produce happens in the fifth year. Now the Gemara says this, that we said less than 30 days is not considered a year. If you plant this tree, again, and remember regarding the halachas of planting, it is the same if you layer, and it is the same if you mavrif. Tosos actually on the previous page got into a contradictory source that is layering, I putting the vine in the ground and leaving its head out, that it starts to grow from there again. Really considered a new tree? And is grafting really considered a new tree? So Toss is going to exactly how you do that. But that's plant. Then when we say planting, that's what we're referring to. But we said if it's planted within 30 days, it does not count as a year. So he says, Lema de Rebbe Meir. This does not seem to be in line with Rebbe Meir. To e Rebbe Meir, ha Omar. Because Rebbe Meir says, Yom Echot Bashana Choshuv Shana. One day in the year counts as a year. The Tanya, as we learned in a Brisa. Now, this is regarding the animal ages for different korbanos. So, a calf, different times the Torah calls for a different age korban or a different age calf. So, the Tanya, as we learned in a Brisa, para umurbatara stamben esrim va'arbo'o chodesh v'yom echod. When it says par in the Torah, 
unspe- uh, without qualifying how old it must be, it means 24 months and one day. That's Rabbi Meir's opinion. Rabbi Lezor Omer ben Esrim v'arba chodesh v'lamajom. Rabbi Elozo says no, 24 months and 30 days. Shehoya Rabbi Meir, Omer Rabbi Meir used to say, whenever you see the word eagle, that's we would generally translate as calf, Stam unspecified Ben Shona. It means it's one year old. Ben Bakar. If you see the phrase Ben Bakar, again another word for cattle or calf. Ben Stein. It means it must be two years old. And Par. When you see the word Bull Ben Shalosh, it means it must be three years old. Now we saw Rebbe Maz. What's his definition of a three-year-old bull? A bull that is um, two. Two years, 24 months, and one day. We see that Rebbe May accounts one day as a full year. So, so too in our case, as long as the tree is planted one day before Rosh Hashanah, it should count as its first year for Orla. So, our Brysa, which said 30 days, it's only counted as a year if it's 30 days before, is not Rebbe Meir. It's more likely to be, as we just saw, Rebbe Lazar, who says that a bull is within its three years, i.e. 24 months and 30 days. So that's the question. It seems to not fit in with Rebbe Meir. So the Moros is not to tame Rebbe Meir. When does Rebbe Meir say one day counts as a full year? That's at the end of the year. I, when you're finishing the count, like here with the bull, you counted two full years, one day into the third year makes it counted, you can call it a three-year-old. But at the start of the year, like our case, where you're counting full orla years, you can't count less than 30 days. Rabbi Law, Rabbi Ma would not hold you count one day as a full year at the beginning. It's only when you're ending off the count. On my Rava, the love, Kavachomer, Rava says, but wait, there's a Kavachomer. By a nida, the start of the day does not count as a full day at the end of a count. However, the end of the day, does count for her at the beginning. I remember Doraisa, the laws of a nida, we haven't seen this in a while. Remember, nowadays we have a whole lot of rabbinic zayras, so it's a bit confusing. But Doraisa, what's the din of a nida? The day that she sees blood. Her normal period, she is, she becomes Tom Anida, and she's Anida for seven days. On the seventh day, she has to keep the count that as a full day and only go to mikveh at night, either eight night. Now, at the end, she needs to have a full day. You can't say, oh, it's the morning of the seventh day, let her go to mikveh and she becomes Tahar. No. It count, she has to have a full day. And nevertheless, at the beginning of being Anida, no matter what time in the day she sees her dam, that counts as her first day. So even if she sees dam shortly before Shkia, that's day one. So what do we see? So a nida, who's, who we even insist on a full day at the end of a year, at the end of the count, we only insist on a part day at the beginning of a count. Well then, this um, Rebbe Meir should where he allows a partial day, a partial counting at the end of the time, he should definitely allow a partial counting at the beginning of the day. So, Shona, Sheyom Echod Oile Lo Besoifa, in Yom, this is, now we'll say it inside, says, Shona, Sheyom Echod Oile Lo Besoifa, when counting a year, 
where we're saying that at the end of the count, one day counts for the full year, like we saw by the Torah. Does it not make sense that one day counts at as the beginning? So it can't. So we kind of refuted, according to Rabbi Meir, one it should definitely one day before Rosh Hashanah should count as planting the tree that year. So the Gemara says, Ah, oh, Elamai Rebbe so what, you're going to say it's Rebbe Elazar, the opinion who said that, remember we said, how, when is a bull considered three years old, I within its third year? So Rebbe Meir said, two years and one day, and Rebbe 24 months and one day, and Rebbe Yehud and Rebbe Elazar said 30 days, two years and 30 days. So it must be, we're going to say it's Rebbe Lezer. Well then if it's Rebbe Elazar, Shloshim is Shloshim boy. 30 isn't enough. You need 30 and 30. We'll see shortly why you need 30 and 30. You actually need 60 days before Rosh Hashanah. You need to plant this tree 60 days before Rosh Hashanah to count that as its first year contributed. The we learned in a Mishnah. You are not allowed to plant a tree, layer a vine, or yeah, that's remember, um, layer a vine, or graft a tree in the year preceding the Shemitah year within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah. Aye? And the reason here is because a tree takes 30 days to take root. Remember I said, when do you count the tree as being planted? When it takes root. It takes 30 days to take root. Therefore, if you planted within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah, it's going to take root after Rosh Hashanah. It's going to take root in the Shemitah year. And if you do plant it, layer it or graft it within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah before Shemitah, you would have to uproot it because it's as if it's planted in the Shemitah year. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yilezer. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, we use the word archava, but again, as I said, for al sugya, whether it uses the word neti of planting or harchava of grafting or hivrich of layering, they're all for for intents and purposes of al sugya. We can discuss why they, what the difference are, but for our learning, they're the same thing. So Rabbi Yehuda says, kol koletes yom shuv koletes. If grafting doesn't take within three days, it's never going to take. I, it takes three days for a tree to take root, to graft or to take root. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim Shtayshif words. Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon say, no, two weeks. And Omar Rab Nachman, Rab Nachman said in explaining this, Omar Rab Nachman, Omar Rab Baravua, Ledivra, Omer, Lamed, according to the opinion which said, 30 days, Tzorich, Lamed, Ushloishim. You need 30 and 30. Why? You need 30 days for it to take root before the Shemitah year. And not only that, you need another 30 days so it doesn't take root within the 30 days preceding the Shemitah year because that's when we have the dinner. Remember yesterday we learned that you extend the Shemitah year into the sixth year. You add from the holy onto the regular. So that's, so he holds that's 30 days. Therefore, if you hold a tree takes 30 days to take root, you have to have to make sure to plant it 30 days before the Shemitah cycle, otherwise it's taking root in other in the Tosef Shvius, in the in the part of the, the year that's that's counted as Shvius. The Tivra Omer Shloisha contributor says you only need three days. Sorry, Shloisha u So you need thirty days and three. 
Again, 30 days for Tosefesh fees and three days before that so that it's not taking root in that in those 30 days. And according to the opinion that you need two Shabbosos, you need two weeks. It takes a tree two weeks to take root. You need two weeks and 30 days. So back to, according to Rebbe Eliezer, who says a minimum for it to be counted as a year is 30 days. How long would you have to plant the tree before the Shemitah year to not have to uproot it in the Shemitah year? 60 days. Again, you need 30 days before the Shemitah year for Tosefes, for Moisifin Mechol Ala Kodesh. We extend the Kodesh into the Chol. And you need to plant it 30 days before that so that it takes root before the Tosefes Shvi'is. Because if it takes root within 30 days of the Shemitah year, well, that's Tosefes Shvi'is. That counts as taking root in the Shemitah year and you'd have to uproot it. So, so it can't be, it seems it can't be rebellious because our price has said as long as you plant it 30 days before. If you were going according to Rebbe Meir, we'll, yeah, we'll come back to that. But it seems that, it so can't be rebellious who says 30 days because then you would need 30 and 1. Sorry, if you need, sorry, you need 30 and 30. So it can't be Rebbe So inami boy. And even if you want to say it's Rebbe Yehuda, you would need at least three days and thirty days. You can't plant it just thirty days before the Shemitah year. You'd have to plant it thirty-three days before the Shemitah year. Enough time for it to take root before the Tosefes Shviz kicks in. So Ella Oilam Rebbe Meir. You actually have to say it's Rebbe Meir. The Ka Omar Lamed Leklita. And when the Brisa says you need thirty days. It's not 30 days because that's the minimum amount of time that a tree, to count it as a year. It needs 30 days for the tree to take root. Oh, if that's the case, you need 31 days before Rosh Hashanah. One day for it to take root. Sorry, 30 days for it to take root. So wait, yeah. And one day for it to count as a year. One day for, to, for it to count as Tosefes Moisifin Mecholalakoyrech. No, it says, Kosovar, Yom Lamed, The 30th day can count for both. Aye, you plant a tree 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. The 29th of Elul, which is the 30th day, counts as the 30th day. So the tree's definitely taken root now. And it counts as the day of growing that will make this tree considered one year old. As soon as we go into Rosh Hashanah. So it's not as I explained. The whole sugya previously we were kind of discussing. The 30 days is the minimum amount of time you need to calculate it. For it to be considered a year. We've revised that whole way of learning. And we haven't changed any of the things I've told you. So don't get too worried. And don't get confused. But the main point we've revised is actually there's two times you have to plant this tree. Two calculations you have to take in when planting this tree. Be just before the Shemitah year. The one time you have to think is Moisifin Kodesh. Remember, you extend the Shemitah year into the into the backwards into the sixth year. Kind of like Erev Shabbos, you bring in Shabbos early, so you bring in Shemitah early. So you definitely you're not allowed to plant the tree that it takes root in that time. So you'd have to plant it before that. And if you wanted to count as a whole year, well then, how long do you count as a year? That's how long it's going to have to have taken root for 
before um, the Shemitah year. Um, an interesting thing to go into is we've touched on here this concept of counting a partial year as a full year or a partial day here. The 30th day, a partial day, can count as the day it takes root and as the day. Now we know this with, we're a bit familiar with, with Avelis, this concept of Niktas Hayom Kekulo. We know on the seventh day of Avelis, um, it shouldn't happen to us, but on the seventh day, the Avelim don't sit the full day. They daven, they sit down for a short time, and oh, you've kept Shiva, you've kept the seven days, even though you're not keeping, because you count the last day as a little bit of the day. That's also on, it's not as apparent, but it is also in Sfira Sa'omer. You're supposed to get 33 days of mourning, and we count the last days, Mikta Sayon Kekula. And someone who say that's Lagba Omer, we can go lenient on Lagba Omer because you keep part of that day as um, part of that day as Mikta Sayom Kukulu, part of the day counts as it. So just so obviously we have to know when can you say that? Is it at the beginning, at the end, and half? But just one interesting question is in what cases can you apply that? So can you apply that to Shabbos? Why can't we say I kept Shabbos for the night and a little bit into the morning. It's as if I've kept a full day of Shabbos. Why do you still have to keep Shabbos? Still not say Shabbos. Or so too with Yom Tov. Why by Velus can you say the seventh day counts a few hours into the seventh day counts as the seventh day? Why can't we say the same thing by Shabbos? So the one explanation given, if I remember by Rav Shechta, is that no, we only, only say Mitzah Sayom Kekulo when it's a personal count. When it's, a, when it's a specific count, a set count, then you can't say it. Wait, so how would that work? So Avelus is a... That's not a specific count. There's no set time in the year that you're keeping Avelus. Avelus you're keeping... Seven, one is keeping Avelus seven days from the... from the mace. From the Musa. Okay, so that's, that's just an interesting thing, whereas Avelus is you, your, your, that person's calculation as opposed to Shabbos, which is set. Um, okay, but that's, yeah, I just realized I didn't say that clearly, and I'm not sure how to express it, so I'll have to check up on that point. Um, another interesting thing where this pops up is, At what point do we say that the boy is bar mitzvah? So now it's 13 years. So we generally say, I'm sure you've heard, we say it's 13 years and one day. Does that mean his 13th birthday? Because that means his third, the day before his birthday makes it a full year. And then the... 13 years plus one day would be his actual birthday, his 13th birthday. However, the difficulty with saying that is, it's not 13 years and one, and one complete day. It's 30, if you're going to allow him, treat him as an adult, let's say allow him to daven on behalf of the Shliat Sivur, etc., he's only 13 years and a bit of one day. He's not 13 years and one and full day. Maybe he should have to wait till after his bar mitzvah. So we actually keep that the day of his birthday as his 13th year, as if he's a man, 
for all halachas, but there could be grounds to say, no, it should actually be the day following his birthday. Okay, let's go back to our sugya. Both of them, both Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Meir held you can count a few days. Remember, Rabbi Eliezer holds you can count 30 days and Rabbi Meir held you could count one day as a full year. So they actually both learn it out from one posuk. And this is the posuk by Noach. Basically, what we're going to run through is the calculation of the time around the flood. So we missed it by two parshas, um, not, uh, where we had to be familiar with, very familiar with these tukim. But basically, it speaks about that Noach went into the Teva when he was 600 years old. And that's, sorry, that's when the Mabel started, when Noach was 600 years old. And it says it happened in the second month. Okay, we're going to see at the bottom of this page. We won't get to it today. We'll do it. To, we'll start it tomorrow. It's a discussion which is the second month. But for the the flood started in the second month of of uh, of Noah's six hundredth year, and then it says obviously it rained for forty days, and the water was full on the earth for another hundred and fifty days, and then uh, in the Seventh month, the Teva rested on the mountain, and it took another few months before the rain, the water subsided more. So that was till the tenth month. These are all I'm paraphrasing the psukim. Um, and then in the tenth month, it had subsided um, significantly. Where was it? Oh, sorry, in the tenth of the month, the, the water had subsided significantly that you could see the tops of the mountains, etc. And then towards the end of this, of what's relevant to us, it says, In his 601st year, on the first of the first month. So again, we, so interesting enough, the Mabble started 11 months before this date um, we're discussing now, which is where the water had dried up. So it was, it was started in the second month, and then you went almost for, through a full year to the first day of the first month of the following year, from the 600th year of Noach to the 601st year of Noach. The main reason I'm elaborating on these dates is to show that we're going almost 12 months around but we've got a, a long but it's been um, that's a so how does it work so he says it was in the 601st year on the first of the first month um, it was in the 601st year and the first month and the first day of that month it's one day into the new year we're in the first day of the first month and it counts it as the 601st year. We see that one day into year counts as a year. The Idir and Rabbi Eliezer says, no, if the phrasing would have been in the 601st year, 601 year, then it would be as you say. We see we're counting the first year um, the first day into the 601st year already as a full year. But the Pasuk actually says 
in the first and 600 years, Shona Ashesh Meoskai. The word Shona is just going on 600. Aye, so it's really only the 600th year. Oh, umay, achas. And why does it start the pasuk with the word achas? At cholosah to achas kamer. It's saying at the beginning of the first year of the 601st year. So very interesting. Rebbe Meir reads it straight. Oh, Noach was 601. Oh, we're calling it 601 and it was the first day of the year. We see one day counts as a full year. Rebbe Elazar says, no, it's written in a strange way. It says, Ba'achas v'sheishmael shona. I am saying it's a 600th year. Ba'achas, I the first day going into the 601st year, but not that you can count it as the 601st year. Oh, but Rebbe my timer. So what's his reason? Dechsev, as it's written, Berisham echod l'choydesh. On the first, on the first of the month, Mirakati yom echod huda'ayo b'choydesh v'kalkari le'choydesh so, oh, so we still don't see where Rebbe Lezer gets 30 days from. We see where he says it's not really one day. It doesn't count as a full year. But where does he get 30 days? So it says, Berishon be'echod l'chodesh. In the first, on the first of the month. Mid'akati yom echod hu. Da'ayol b'chodesh v'kokori le'chodesh. But the fact that it's one day into the month and it calls it a full month. Shma'amina yom echod b'chodesh choshev chodesh. We see that one day into a month counts as a month. Umid'yom echod b'chodesh choshev chodesh. And once you tell me that one unit of the month is counted as a full month. I one day of a month counts as you can count it as a full month. Lamidyon Bashona Hashuvim Shona. Thirty days in a year would count as a year because that's the unit that years are counted by by month. One month for its calculation and one year for its calculation. So that's that's primarily the end of this piece. Again, what we're discussing here, we started off the daf trying to calculate when do you calculate Orla and Neta revive from, and we brought in 30 days. We brought in there's two aspects of those 30 days, which you have to clarify. We clarified it according to Rebbe Meir. But basically, remember the one is Tosefes Shvius. You have to extend Shmita into the sixth year. Extend is wrong. Pull it back into the sixth year. Add from holy onto the profane. Which would, and you have to give the tree time to take root. So we explained the the Mishnah or, or the the Brisa as it takes thirty days for a tree to take root, and one day for it, and, and one day of a year counts as a full year. That was Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Lezer on the other hand said, no, you would need sixty days, sixty days for the tree to take root, and another thirty days for the tree to take root, and thirty days for the tree to count as a full. As a, for the tree to count as a full, for, sorry, for the for thirty days for Tosef Shmita, um, and then then we touched on their source. That's what we went into. Now we brought from Noach. It seems to count his the first day of his of the six hundred first year as six hundred one years. Oh, so we see one day in a year counts as a full year, and then we said no. Rabbi Lezer um, says that the. Pasuk's ordered the phrasings weird, and that's to teach us that no, it was going into his 601st year, but you can't yet count it as a full as a 601st year. And we saw where he gets 30 days from. And then we says there's an interesting line in brackets here which Rashi takes out. He says, Michlal the Tarvayus but Nisan Nivra It seems they both hold that Nis the world was created in Nisan, and that's going to trigger off the next brisa. But basically, what he's saying is. Um, 
by the fact that they're counting Yom Rishon. They, um, we always find that Nisan is called the first month. And they call so Shani and Rishon, etc. They all came after the earth, calling it Rishon. Rashi says that's not a good proof at all, because, as we'll see from the next discussion, what does Rishon mean? The first month. Maybe we only start counting Rishon as the first month when the Jews were taken out of Egypt. Maybe by that stage they're counting Rishon from the days of creation. And that will touch on it. So he says it's not clear. But toss will stay. You can still work it out. But let's, I think actually let's leave it here for today. We'll start a fascinating brysa. What year was the world created? And certain major events that we take for granted of when they occurred. We're going to see is actually a machlokes tenoim.